Thank you for joining us as Nurse Heather's Spiritual Space series presents Crafting a Smudge Feather Spiritual Tool. Learn to craft your own smudge feather, how to create a powerful spiritual tool, and the meanings of feathers. Smudge feathers are spiritual tools to disperse unwanted energies from the aura, person, object, or area using smoke or energy. Know how to use your smudge feather in your spiritual practice. This segment is presented in audio, video, and PDF formats, all available through nursehealer.space. First, we'll talk about sacred space. Sacred space refers to the sacred space that we are and that we exist within. As we accept and honor the sacredness of life, we bring the sacred into all that we do. We may think of sacred places such as a church or burial ground. We may rightfully regard our homes as sacred when we treat them with respect and honor. But there is sacredness in life itself. To be sacred is to be declared holy, worthy of respect, dedicated or devoted to a purpose, consecrated. We may not always think of life in this way, but it is appropriate and honorable to do so. When we consider life sacred, we cannot hate another, for within them is sacredness. We give honest, sincere appreciation for the food we eat, being thankful for the plants and animals whose sacred purpose it was to provide our food. Considering the sacredness of life in every moment is choosing a way of life and approach to meeting each life experience in every moment. It is recognizing that our home is holy ground and honoring it as such. With this mindset, recognizing that we maneuver through life in the sacred space of our existence, surrounding us with peace and calm in the midst of any life experience, and it provides us clarity, hope, and joy. It is well to remember that we are, and exist within, sacred space. Recognizing our homes as holy ground and honoring them as such, we create and uphold sacred space for our spiritual practices and our life experiences. Within sacred space, we are blessed to connect with divine order, receive insight and guidance, and to have our work blessed. It is important to remember to always set the tone for what we are about to do by quietly allowing our consciousness to shift calmly into a heightened state of awareness that centers us in sacred space. As we allow sacred space to expand around us, we create an atmosphere of sanctity in which all that is holy is welcomed and honored. This circle of reverence for the divine is the space from which our most inspired creations spring forth. Let's discuss spiritual practice. Whatever your beliefs, practices, and aspirations may be, if you desire to work with spiritual tools, you will find it much more enjoyable and effective if you develop a regular spiritual practice. 
To begin any spiritual practice, it is best to establish an area of sacred space. Every time you enter this area, for the purpose of spiritual practice, regenerate this sacredness with meditation, prayer, silence, music, candle lighting, or any other tools for shifting energy into serenity and thought patterns conducive to divine expression. You may have many spiritual practices, always using a short one to open your session with the divine becomes the chime of invitation that says, I am ready to sit and converse with the Creator. Prayer is not one-sided. We speak, then we listen. Opening your spiritual practice by calling upon the sacred names of those from whom you seek counsel, assistance, or inspiration welcomes them with honor and reverence. Whether you are speaking their names aloud or in your thoughts, let them know you specifically beseech them to be at your side. Demonstrate your reverence by honoring them in a manner that is suitable to who they are. You might light a specific type of candle, include a particular herbal essence, place before you an object of significance, or hold in your hand a substance that elicits the thought or sensation of something that represents the deity, presence, or spirit with whom you seek counsel. Once you have invited and welcomed your guest in spirit, and you have recognized the energy shift that ensues with their presence, express your desires for this visitation. It is always best to enter this hallowed exchange with clear intent and purpose. Like any productive conversation, when you have clearly stated your intent and paid homage, then you must sit quietly and listen. At times you may hear or see in your mind's eye or thoughts a clear acknowledgement and response. Your plea may be countered with thoughts that are seemingly unrelated. The more peculiar they seem, the easier it is to recognize them as signs from spirit. If, for example, you are seeking counsel for dealing with a troublesome friend or co-worker, and as you enter your reverent state, you suddenly have thoughts about a giraffe, which has nothing to do with the situation. It may be that the giraffe is a sign imparted symbolically to gently nudge you in a direction that, if you willingly embark, will lead you step by step into that aha moment you desire. It might go something like this. Giraffe means, giraffe reminds me of Africa. Africa makes me think of Safari. Safari is a web browser I've been using lately, searching for information on my ancestors. Oh, my ancestors. Do I have a message from my ancestors? In your spiritual practice, once you open yourself in your sacred space and welcome the divine host, everything is possible. Nothing is impossible to the Creator. When it is time to close your session with your guest or guests, 
always thank them for their presence and their blessing. Being in the state of gratitude is humbling, reverent, and blissfully inspiring. By being grateful for the experience, you open yourself to one final blessing that can only be received in gratitude. Finally, end your session with another brief practice that you ritually use every time. This is your closing segment that sets the tone for coming out of the clouds, holding within you the wonderment of the experience, and ready to put your feet back on the ground. Your parachute will allow you to glide gracefully back to earth, but you have to drop and roll when you get there. Your closing signifies to your inner self that you are ready for feet on the ground. Let's discuss divine purpose. Divine purpose is your divinely inspired intent for this incarnation, the reason you're here now. Understanding your divine purpose clarifies your priorities and guides you in the navigation of life with grace and assurance. Divine purpose is the intent of the Creator and your innermost, highest intent of your soul. Following the path of divine purpose is being who you truly are in your divine light for the most benevolent benefit of yourself, humanity, and the world. Living in the light of your divine purpose brings you into alignment with your divine nature and into harmony with your life plan. Know your divine purpose and follow the signs along an enlightened path to fulfill your divine plan. You are a part of the manifestation of divine light on earth. As angels bless this planet with their grace and love, you also bless this planet with the light of your soul. Living in the light of your divine purpose puts you in the flow of source energy, the beam of divine light. Being an ambassador of light is holding the place of light and love for all. The light is here to enlighten, inspire, and hold the space of well-being for everyone, for all of nature, and for all that exists. Your heart is a source of light for you and for all around you. Your divine purpose exists as a blueprint within your heart. Allow the light to expose the plan to your enlightened mind. Be the light. As we raise our vibrational frequency to harmonize with spirit, we raise our light frequency and open our aperture to release divine light and be filled with the flow of divine essence. Now, as we're going to be making smudge feathers, we're going to talk about feather meanings. You'll want to select feathers for your spiritual tool that are in alignment with its purpose. Every type of feather carries the characteristics or energy signature of the bird from which they came. Knowing the spiritual aspects of the bird will aid you in selecting feathers for your tool. 
Trust your inner guidance in every selection. For a basic spiritual tool, consider four main types of feathers. Using a turkey quill for the main feather is not only authentic, but also brings a powerful energy to your practice. The other feathers to balance your tool are duck, pheasant, and rooster. We'll talk about all four of these. Duck energy brings protection, grace, comfort, and spiritual freedom. Duck in flight bridges connections between the physical and spiritual worlds. Duck is also associated with clarity, emotional strength, and self-expression. Pheasant energy brings creativity, discernment, and balance. Pheasant in flight lifts us in dreams and thoughts into higher states of consciousness. Pheasants also associated with protection, abundance, gallantry, self-awareness, and wisdom. Rooster energy brings courage, confidence, alertness, and enlightenment. Rooster in flight is a messenger of the divine. Rooster is also associated with protection, honesty, time management, luck, and prosperity. Turkey energy brings sacredness, satisfaction, and renewal. Turkey in flight shares the wisdom of a grander perspective. Turkey is also associated with abundance, blessings, inner spirit, and honoring nature. Let's talk about assembling your materials. Gather all the materials you'll need to make your smudge feather. I'm going to give you a suggested list of materials and you may choose to add or substitute items based on your need, purpose, and spiritual guidance. So the suggested smudge feather materials are first, a large feather quill. A white turkey feather is recommended. Several small feathers, and it's nice to have one or two with a little fluff on them. And leather lace, it's similar to shoelace, and you need about a yard or a meter in length, and if you're using a three millimeter width, that should be perfect. A quartz crystal or other gemstone point, and that's optional if you want to use it. If you don't, then you can have a loop on your smudge feather to hang it by. You can still hang it by that, even if you have the crystal. And of course, jewelry findings if you're adding that crystal, such as settings, mounting wire, jump ring, whatever you need to attach it to the point. The craft materials that you'll need, very simple, a hot glue gun, a glue stick for the glue gun, and scissors. Now let's talk about creating your spiritual tool. Step by step. Follow the steps that I'm going to tell you to arrange your small feathers an inch or two above the base of the quill and glue them in place. It takes very little glue to attach them, so be sparing. Use ordinary cautions protecting your fingers and your furniture from direct contact 
with hot glue. It's best to use a glue gun with a stand and a drip pad, or a piece of cardboard under it, or a paper plate to catch any glue that drips from the tip. Hot glue dries very quickly. You'll want to attach the gemstone. When you form the loop with the leather lace, if you have a fixed ring for the leather lace to go through, or preferably at the very last, if you have a jump ring that you can slide it on, or a wire to attach it. So here's the steps. Number one, assemble the feathers. Arrange the feathers however you want them, and hold them together at the base of the quill, and then glue the feathers to the quill. Use the glue sparingly. And avoid gluing higher up the feathers than the leather handle will be covering. You also don't want to put too much glue that will make your fluff not stand out. Step number two, start the leather loop. Attach the leather lace from about the point where you want the handle to begin, just below the, the feather fluff, and glue it down, straight down to the tip of the quill, and then make a loop at the end to hang it by her to attach the gemstone. Now step number three is where you wrap the handle. Glue the leather lace up the other side of the quill to the point where you want the handle to begin. And then bring the leather lace around to a right angle and begin wrapping around and around and downward from that point downward. And you don't have to glue there because it'll stay in place. You're holding it in place. You're keeping it tight. Step number four is to attach the gemstone. Once the handle is wrapped, then you attach the gemstone to the loop. And then step number five is to glue the end. So if you have some of the leather lace still that you're not going to need that much, you snip it off there. There's the use of your scissors. And glue the end of the le leather lace over the base of the tip, kind of inside your ring there, so you completely cover that white end of your quill, the tip. And that finishes your smudge feather. Now what do you do with your smudge feather? Let's talk about blessing your spiritual tool. Before you use any spiritual tool, it's recommended that you cleanse and bless it. For cleansing, you can always use for any spiritual tool, holy water, blessing spray, smudge, whatever medium of sanctification is suitable for blessing. So I'll tell you about holy water, anointing, and blessing spray. The water and essential oils are consecrated or blessed, and they're set apart for holy purposes before being used for anointing and blessing. Here's some suggested words that you could use in speaking the blessing. And I'm just going to give you the generic. For example, I'm going to start out name of the divine source, whatever you're calling the divine source. By the authority of, and whoever your figure of authority is, I consecrate, dedicate, and set apart this blend 
of water and these herbal essential oils for blessing, anointing, and sealing holy blessings for all who will receive these blessings and for everything this holy water shall be used for in accordance with thy divine will. May holy angels bless the purpose and use of this holy water and those who receive its benefit. This I do, and this I ask, in the name of your figure of authority. Amen. You can substitute words and names that work with your spiritual practice, but you have a, a good basic um, blessing wording there. Holy water may be any pure water, and essential oils are optional. You don't even have to have essential oils. Just take that out of your blessing if you're not using them. And it can contain any blend that is appropriate for its use. So if you have frankincense, is a wonderful uh, herb to use, and there are lots of others. Here's our suggested essential oils, if you want to use them. Balsam. Balsam soothes and rejuvenates the body and mind, creating an uplifting sense of well-being. Balsam aids in balancing the heart chakra for a sense of compassion, love, acceptance, nurturing, and fulfillment. Balsam is thought to be the liquid gold and the balm of Gilead referred to in the Bible. Balsam is mentioned 18 times in the Bible. Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus was used by the Aborigines to cure all manner of diseases. Known as a strong healing oil, it is used in healing practices and for purification. Protective properties make it a good oil for dabbing on valuables and property, and eucalyptus aids in balancing the brow chakra for intellectual abilities, visualization, imagination, and perception. Frankincense. Egyptians used frankincense to fumigate their homes for ritual incense and for cosmetics. It was used as a holy anointing oil and a general cure for all diseases. It was also used to enhance meditation and elevate spiritual consciousness. Frankincense aids in balancing the root chakra to enhance feelings of safety, security, and being grounded, and the crown chakra for the connection to spirit, universal energy, and divine grace. Frankincense is mentioned in the scriptures over 50 times. Lemon. Lemon lifts the spirit and alleviates mental fatigue. It is cleansing and removes blockages. Lemon is used for purification and for healing, and to remove unwanted negativity. It aids in balancing the root chakra to enhance feelings of safety, security, and being grounded. Peppermint. Ancient Egyptians used peppermint to flavor food and wine. It also aids in physical, psychological, and spiritual well-being. Peppermint aids in balancing the solar plexus chakra to bring self-motivation, personal power, and a positive self-image. Use one or more of those 
herbs, if you're using essential oils, it only takes a drop. Let's talk about how to do a blessing ceremony. Here's an outline that can be used for most blessing ceremonies. Specific wording for the blessing will reflect the purpose of the ceremony. So this is a generic blessing ceremony. Begin with cleansing. Cleanse the physical space, objects, and tools with pure water and earth-friendly cleaning agents such as vinegar and herbs or salt. Cleanse the participants and the atmosphere with prayer, smudging, and calling upon angels and guides. Then there's an introduction, a brief overview of the purpose of the ceremony. Why is the ceremony being given? This may include historical facts and inspirational quotations or thoughts related to the ceremony. This is for any generic ceremony. Then there's an invocation, a prayer, reading, poem, meditation, for the purpose of calling forth aid, protection, inspiration. That's what you begin the ceremony with. You can have music. Optional musical elements may be provided with bells, gongs, chants, songs, and musical selections played on instruments or recordings. And then there's a ritual practice. A blessing is bestowed according to the customs and beliefs using solemn wording and or readings from sacred texts. Rituals may include candle lighting, incense burning, smudging, herbal oil, lamp lighting, using a blessing spray, anointing doors and windows, and sacramental activities. Then there's the benediction. The ceremony may conclude with a prayer, reading, poem, or meditation, pronouncing a blessing of good wishes upon the participants and the object of the ceremony, as well as anyone or anything associated with it. Before you use your spiritual tool, you want to consecrate it. So we'll talk about consecrating your spiritual tool. The word consecration means to associate with the sacred. Consecration is sanctification or a solemn dedication to a particular purpose or service. The spiritual tools used in sacred practices are consecrated to their sacred purposes. Once dedicated to these purposes, these tools should be treated with reverence and respect and should not be placed back into common service for purposes other than sacred practices. Cleaning. Before consecrating a spiritual tool, take great care in cleaning it of any physical dust or impurities. Then cleanse it with prayer and intention, clearing it of any ethereal impurities or attachments. Anointing. Anointing oil or spray is used to dedicate or set apart a spiritual tool for sacred use. Pure or scented olive oil is frequently used in anointing. The oil or spray is blessed in holy ritual prior to the use in consecration ceremonies, rituals, or rites. Only a drop 
of consecrated anointing oil is needed for the anointing, generally placed on the tip or one spot of the tool with the fingertip, some place that it's safe for oil to be. And so here's the anointing process. You can speak words like these as you anoint the spiritual tool. Call the name of the tool out loud, such as smudge feather or Ariya. State the authority of your blessing, like by the power vested in me by the church, organization, state, spirit, divine source, whatever your authority is. State what anointing medium you are using. For example, I anoint this spiritual tool with holy, consecrated, blessed oil or spray. State the sacred purpose or purposes or service or services the tool is set apart for. And then close with recognition of divine source. Like, in the name of whomever, Amen, or, and it is so. And then you want to seal the anointing. Lay your hand on the spiritual tool where the oil was placed in the anointing. Call again the name of the spiritual tool that has been anointed, and state again the authority under which the anointing was performed. State that you seal and confirm the anointing for the sacred purposes mentioned. Speak divinely inspired words and messages from spirit appropriate for the dedication and close with recognition of divine source, like in the name of whatever you call divine source, amen, and it is so. Always have a closing statement. Let's talk about using your spiritual tool. You can use your smudge feather that you have created in aura dusting. The smudge feather can be used without smoke to clear the aura. The fine combs of the feathers filter negative particles from the aura as these are brushed outward and away from the body. The feather preens, clears, and smooths the aura with every brush stroke. Start above the head, waving the smudge feather several inches above the head and downward and outward strokes, as if combing, the, combing out the aura that surrounds the human body. Continue brushing the aura down and away, outward, on all sides of the head, the shoulders, the outstretched arms, the torso, legs, and feet. When the aura feels clear and free of undesired energetic debris, end with a blessing. You can use your smudge feather, of course, for smudging. Smudging is the practice of using the smoke obtained by burning sacred plants, such as sage, sweet grass, and cedar, for the purpose of clearing and purifying a location, object, or person. The smudge feather can be used to waft the smoke of burning sage or other dry herbs into the corners of the room or over the aura of the receiver to fan away unwanted energies and to cleanse, clear, and smooth the aura. 
The long leaf clusters of white sage make it a good choice for smudging in loose leaf or bound leaf sticks. The leaves smolder for a long time with lingering smoke. Sweet grass burns quickly, burning away negativity while producing a sweet smell to lift you to higher levels of spirituality. Cedar is a very strong herb considered to be powerful in removing negativity. Also, honor the plants that are used in your smudging practice with appreciation. A few leaves of herb in a fireproof container, such as a shell, are suitable for most smudging ceremonies. Herb bundles may be used if a great amount of smoke is needed. Once the herbs light, allow the flame to go out or gently blow the flame out and let the leaves smolder to make smoke. While lighting the herbs, set your intention for the smudging practice. Call upon protectors and guides to assist in the clearing and purification ceremony. Walk around the room with the smoking herbs to reach every area that you desire to smudge or hold the smoking herbs close enough to get the smoke around the object or person to be smudged while holding your thought of focused intent. When clearing a room, you may want to open a window to let the smoke carry all the negativity out and away. You may reaffirm your intention for clearing and purifying throughout the smudging process. You may make declarations or commands for negativity to be gone. When the smudging ceremony is complete, express your gratitude to guides and protectors and to divine source. Then let the herbs burn themselves out or extinguish the smoldering herbs with a cover or with pure water. Caring for your spiritual tool. Once your spiritual tool has been blessed and set apart, consecrated for spiritual practice, it is now a sacred emblem, a sacramental instrument of divine expression. Handle it with honor and respect. Never lay your spiritual tool on an unclean surface. Avoid allowing others to hold or use it for their own purposes. When not in use, store it safely in a comfortable, delightful receptacle. You may choose to swaddle it in a fine cloth or provide it with a leather case. You might feel impressed to supply for it a velvet drawstring bag or a wooden box. Wherever you choose to store your spiritual tool, give it a place of honor where you can trust that it is kept safe and free from chaos, unpleasant temperatures, excessive moisture, or harsh light that might cause unnecessary wear and degradation. When preparing next to use your tool again, it is wise to hold it gently in your hands as you express verbally or non-verbally your gratitude for its service. Wake it gently and call forth a blessing of the highest order upon it. You may choose to bless it again before use, however there is no need to consecrate it again. 
Consecration is once and forever. It never has to be repeated on the same instrument. Your spiritual tool is in service of its consecrated purposes, even when it is put away. It is always in your charge. It is always dependent upon your invocation. Your tool is working on your behalf in unseen places in its spiritual energetic frequency. Though the tool is physically in its safe place, its energy is acting interdimensionally with forces that may be unknowable. What you create in spirit lives in spirit. It flies through parallel worlds unseen. It glides through dimensions of space and time. Your spiritual tool is a sovereign magic scepter in your service in the universes across time and space. I'm Mary Catherine Miller. I'm the author and originator of Divine Purpose Guidework. This program is a personal and professional consciousness-expanding self-discovery system that utilizes tools for intuitive attunement, clarity, mindfulness, spiritual guidance, and personal growth through the sacred higher self. I've been a clinical hypnosis practitioner since 2009 with experience in hypnotic techniques for developing confidence, creativity, and success, as well as stress reduction, relaxation, and health, and approaches to overcoming blocks, fears, and anxieties. I've also been a professional transpersonal hypnosis practitioner since 2009, practicing hypnosis for past life regression, interlife exploration, spiritual guidance, parallel lives, soul travel, soul retrieval, releasing attachments, and depossession. I designed the Divine Purpose Guidework program, and I'm skilled in spiritual clearing, intuitive attunement, expanding consciousness, working with guides, divine connection, sacred space, and blessings, and sacred rituals. And my website is nursehealer.com. Remember, this segment is available in audio, video, and PDF formats, and all are available through nursehealer.space. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, on the third Saturday, March the 17th, 2018, join me at my booth at the Messages from the Universe Psychic Fair at Crystal Source in Hearst on the third Saturday, March the 17th. For some fun and a spiritual experience, grab a smudge feather kit ready to assemble your own smudge feather for your spiritual practice. And a few seats are available for you to craft your smudge feather at the table with free instruction. Smudging is, remember, used in many practices to cleanse and clear an aura, item, or person, and your smudge feather is a sacred tool with amplified energy if you build it through your own creativity and intention. Learn to empower your spiritual tool. And what's in the kit? Feathers with meanings of each, leather lace for wrapping the handle, quartz crystal point, and an instruction sheet. The messages from the universe Psychic Fair is on the third Sunday, which is March 17th, 
from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Crystal Source at 441 West Bedford Ulyss Road in Hearst, Texas. Their website is crystalally.com and mine is nursehealer.com. Coming up in April on the third Sunday, April 15th, I have a smudge feather workshop at Crystal Source in Hearst. Make and keep your own smudge feather. You'll receive materials and feathers to make your smudge feather, personal instructions, smudge feather worksheets, tips for identifying feather types, meanings of feathers from various birds and other natural materials, tips for clearing yourself and others as well as property and items, and hands-on practice making and using a smudge feather. The location is Crystal Source in the Shady Oaks Shopping Mall, 441 West Bedford Ulyss Road, Hearst, Texas, 76053. Their website at Crystal Source is crystalally.com and mine is nursehealer.com. Also tune in next month on the second Sunday, April the 8th, 2018 on Blog Talk Radio, YouTube video, and I'll have a PDF download on consecrating sacred objects. I'll bring you instruction and ideas for consecrating the sacred objects of your spiritual practice. Remember the word consecration means to associate with the sacred. Consecration is sanctification or solemn dedication to a particular purpose or service. The objects used in sacred practices are consecrated to their sacred purposes. This episode of the Blessings of Consecration series brings you guidance on consecrating the sacred objects you use in your own spiritual practice. For more information about Blessings of Consecration, you can go directly to nursehealer.org. Thank you and many blessings.